Hello, my name is Ellie Hugenberg and welcome to today's episode of the Pursuit of Positivity podcast. Before I begin, if you can interact with the podcast in any way, shape or form by giving it a like, a rating or a review, also hitting that follow button helps me so, so, so much. Also, if you want to contact me, all information is in the show notes down below. So if you ever have some sort of problem that you're going through and you just want a little bit of help or you want an episode about it or just even just a DM, any of those things down below, contact me and I would love to talk to you. So today, before we begin, as we always do and we always do in the episodes, let's just take a moment to feel more present, to feel and kind of check in with ourselves. Now, I want to ask you three questions. How are you feeling yesterday and how have you been feeling recently? How are you feeling right now and how do you want to feel? So, how have you been feeling in the past week maybe let's think about that have things been going right for you have things been being a bit more challenging how how's it been now how are you feeling right now in this current moment are you feeling refreshed are you feeling tired are you feeling sleepy all those things how are you feeling right now and then how do you want to feel? What is, and then a week from now, how you want to feel, want to feel, do you want to stay consistent? The way that you're feeling right now and in the last week, has it been the same kind of things? Maybe that is just what you want and that's absolutely fine. But maybe you're going through something and it's like, oh my gosh, I want to, in a week from now, I want to feel completely different. The situation that I'm in right now, I want it to change. How do you want to be feeling? So let's just take a deep breath together in and out. Perfect. And we're going to be talking about vulnerability today and the courage to be vulnerable and how we can embrace vulnerability to live more fulfilling lives. Now we're going to make this into a two-part series again. So we've got everything we're going to learn about today is all about like vulnerability and actually having that. And what is it? How do we get it? the bad the good all that stuff and then the next week's episode we're going to be thinking and diving in a little bit more deeply into kind of how to do this so humans have always needed to connect with one another indeed like for most of our history fitting in with the group has been essential to survival by like greatly improving our chances against food shortages predators enemies through like cooperating with each other like a sa- like safety in numbers is what we kind of think about and even today in our modern sophisticated kind of technology savvy world that we've got that instinct still remains really really like obvious and it's prevalent and it's there and it's so strong we like as we're still animals and social animals for that that is why we kind of still feel that need to be together in a group and not be alone and feel more vulnerable in that sense. So from the moment we're born, we appeal to our parents like f- for food, warmth, love and shelter. And as babies, we need our carers to respond to our every need to stay alive. And we are vulnerable we don't pretend, we let others know that when we need to cry and demand attention, we're really real, like authentic to our feelings as such. But as we grow up, we become more aware of what other people might think of us when we share our true needs and feelings. And we learn to respond to signals of how we're, like, how we're doing 
and how we're loved best. Perhaps by showing like good manners, being kind, liking certain things or achieving high grades and standards at school. In short, it's kind of by becoming the nice person, quote unquote, nice person that people will like. That is what we are aiming to do when we grow up, basically. And in doing so, we often showcase the best sides of ourselves to our friends and families and colleagues, choosing to keep our less likable feelings to ourselves. And in this way, we learn to kind of forfeit being completely true to ourselves in order to fit in. But is that the most fulfilling way to live? And that's a big question. Is it really? And Brene Brown, a research professor at the University of Houston, thinks that is not the way we should be living. And for the last two decades, she has been studying vulnerability, shame, courage and empathy. So she's written six New York Times bestsellers and has hosted many podcasts, so many things, and actually made Netflix series called The Call of Courage. And she describes herself in three words. She's a researcher, she's a storyteller, and she's a Texan. In her recent like, TED talk about the power of vulnerability, she shares how she was drawn to social work, leaving like a kind of a career in management to kind of search for a way to mend people's lives and fix their the systems to support that that to support their systems to be in their support systems basically and as both a like she claims that she's more of like a a learnt fixer she wasn't born to be a fixer or anything and what she did she discovered that her research subjects insisted on talking about disconnection instead, like broken hearts, being let down by others, isolation and shame. So shame is something we all feel. And save for those individuals who are unable to feel any human empathy. And if it can really eat away at us, telling us that we're simply not thin enough, rich enough, smart enough, fashionable enough, young enough, mature enough, pretty enough, athletic enough, any, like anything at all enough, basically. <laughs> and to be part of a group, we have to be these kinds of things. And of course, our modern world is complicit in making us feel our perceived shortcomings. So every day, advertisements suggest that we need, well, we might need to worry about before promising that their products is all we need to fix us, make us better, help us fit in, be more happy, social and all that stuff. And social media offers us the more golden opportunity to play comparison games like 24-7, enabling us to measure our own lives against posts of others' pictures and all of their lives and their best moments, encouraging us to kind of fret about how we square up against our friends and like celebrities, not to mention the way we crave ever more likes on our posts and and it's like more proof and acceptance. But cringe when someone publicly disagrees with us or worse calls us wrong or stupid so 
Shame nurtures an excruciatingly vulnerable side to us and within us. It's a psychological barrier that stands in the way of truly connecting with others in kind of continuing of her research, of Brene Brown's research, she found that she has become a, like a world expert on vulnerability and everything to do with it in revealing that by choosing to nurture and share it with others, we can live in a better way. And it's that this kind of groundbreaking work that she shares in her TED Talk, which is the, called The Power of Vulnerability. And she brings up that some of us are more resilient to the shame we feel, a discovery that kind of prompted her to investigate why. And she called this shame resilient people wholehearted and found that whilst they understood shame and its impact on us, what sent them set like set them apart was their sense of feeling worthy of love and belongingness despite this and these wholehearted people kept this sense of like worthiness alive inside them no matter what life threw at them and she then well she summed up their way of living as believing as yes I am imperfect and vulnerable and sometimes I get I'm afraid but that doesn't change the true person that I am that I am also brave and worthy of love and belonging especially well well, essentially it's all about I am enough so of course she kind of like pointed out this doesn't just magically happen it's something we have to work on to become more vulnerable to become more open talk to people about our problems and not be so closed off you become a happier person but this is obviously not something we can just do very easily it's definitely something we don't we need to work on and these wholehearted people she discovered lived their lives with courage compassion and connection each day and the courage to be who you are and who they were that kind of compassion they show to themselves and others and the commitment to building genuine connections became really obvious and importantly they identified vulnerability as a catalyst however these kinds of findings weren't without personal costs as well she was kind of comparing how she was living her own life to the way these wholehearted people lived their lives so it was a very difficult bit of research that she did but she did find that these people who were more open and happy in that sense had that feeling and well just spoke to people about their problems in that sense were the kinds of people who felt like they were enough and they belonged places even when they were vulnerable so vulnerability is not well it's not a weakness let's just say that it is well vulnerability is kind of described as an uncertainty a risk an emotional exposure so it's little wonder that sharing feelings that like sadness might make us feel uncomfortable and somehow less than others yet that same vulnerability enables us to feel happy things too like love after all like feeling like and feeling that love feeling and falling in love 
like definitely comes with plenty of uncertainty, risk and emotional exposure. But like, just look at what it can bring in return. So vulnerability is not a weakness. If you think that is what it is, that's what you're getting. It's not, it's not at all. Things like all of the things that vulnerability can provide and give to you, that actually makes you stronger. So it's also not about oversharing. Vulnerability isn't about attention seeking. It's not in the like blaring headlines of another newspaper and about a celebrity's broken heart. Like it is about sharing our true feelings with those people who deserve to know. And vulnerability is also not a social effort. We need that support of others to help nurture our vulnerability. But the good news is that sharing is also contagious. And there was recent research done that revealed that showing our vulnerability to others inspired them to do the same. So how do we develop resilience to that feeling of shame so that we can learn to share our problems? So shame is sim- like it's simply too powerful to overcome. It's not something that we can really think our way out of. But there are four things that can help us do this. It's reminding ourselves that becoming, well, we need to become mindful of shame and aware of what sets it off. Learn about your shame. Learn about that, what it feels like to have when you share your feelings and you feel that moment of shame. Why is that? Where is it coming from? Next thing is to listen to what it's telling you. Are its messages about who you are and what you're doing and is it really accurate the next thing is connecting with others to share your feelings and the last thing is to talk about it so these things feel like the opposite of what we're meant to do we're more likely to want to hide or appease or get angry and it's to kind of trust the process of it with this is what we're talking about And she kind of, her research shared how she deals with her own shame attacks, talking to someone she trusts, treating herself with the same compassion she treats someone she loved and owning the story. That is accepting what happened and choosing her way through it. By talking to people close to you, by sharing and asking them like maybe to listen you may find that sharing similar experiences, therefore kind of making the essential connection of showing empathy and reminding you that you're not on your own is a really healthy thing to do. But it's in that sharing of that kind of conversation that takes the like scary part out of it, basically. So is vulnerability a good thing? Well, most of us have come to regard vulnerability as a bad thing, a sign of weakness. It is our Achilles heel and our kryptonite that drains our superhuman powers, the sunlight that kind of turns Dracula to dust kind of thing. And the flaw that ultimately brings us down is what some people think is vulnerability. And you know what? It has been discovered that through some of Brown's research that her own personal life, that in, well, with that and with her research, 
vulnerability brings all the good things we really do want to have in our world. Things like joy, love, connection, contentment. Vulnerability, she kind of says, is the source of hope, empathy, accountability and authenticity which I think is perfect. I think having that good group of people around you to be able to be vulnerable with, if you're struggling with something, there is strength in being vulnerable. It's something that we will, you'll feel that feeling of shame, but we have to be mindful of it. Listen to what it's telling you. Is it accurate? Connecting with people, talking about it. That's how we kind of get over shame. But that moment of actually talking about it is something that's so powerful. So what we kind of have acknowledged here is that showing our vulnerability makes us uncomfortable. It does. It isn't something that we love to do. It's not something that we do often. But how can it not how can like how could it not when it grows from emotions like sadness and disappointment or perhaps having done something wrong? All the things we'd prefer to be to kind of get tucked away to remain looking great on the outside have been exposed yet kind of listening to her talking about vulnerability is actually so empowering when watching all of her videos so empowering the idea of like that daring to show up and let ourselves be seen she kind of she makes the point that essentially Well, yeah, essentially, unless we engage with our vulnerability and the uncertainty, risk and like emotional exposure, that is like like comprised of it all, then we cannot truly engage with others and that we need to start now and we simply don't have time to wait until things are like absolutely right for us to kind of take that like challenge in our lives start that relationship with someone change jobs or have that kind of difficult conversation and she also says that we ultimately sacrifice relationships and opportunities that may not be recoverable because we have not been vulnerable so for her stepping into these situations without guarantees without knowing what will happen and taking that possible hurt is a measure of courage, courage through vulnerability. So how can we do it? How can we feel more vulnerable? How do we do it? What are the ways to do it? And let's find this out. So the answer here is to lose the vulnerability armour, to drop our weapons and just take a step back. And that's easier said than done. So it's like heartening to know that we all struggle with it. She struggled with it too, as she said. Yet her perceiving, well, by perceiving this kind of difficulty, she found strategies that that kind of worked. So number one is believing that you're enough. She recognises that we've had enough of comparing ranking and endlessly trying to do better than others and kind of recognizing that is a really good first step saying you know what I'm enough all of this other stuff and like is too much and we can then allow ourselves to be seen and heard and known that we are enough just the way that we are so saying that before we open up to our friends and our families 
Just saying that we're enough and we feel that we are enough is good. So drop the perfect. Perfect doesn't exist. So aiming for it as a perfectionist sets us up for failure and disappointment. And yes, as you've guessed it, more shame. We will feel more shame when we've become more vulnerable. So nurturing self-compassion is a really good step forward. So this is about accepting that we're human that we have flaws and choosing to show ourselves the the same understanding and support that we'd give a good friend of ours. Like sure we mess up, but we are still worthy of love and connection. So yeah, nurturing that self-compassion, telling ourselves that yeah, we, we are opening up and being vulnerable in relationships, friendships, all of those things. But remind yourself that you are worthy of love. And if you're not accepted for the things you're being vulnerable about, remind yourself that you are enough here. So the next thing is let yourself feel your emotions. Don't try to go numb and kind of numb that those bad stuff in, the, in order to kind of feel better. Whether it's food, gambling, alcohol, shopping, medicational drugs, that and that take well you want to try and take the edge off falling down and disappointment or like fearfulness the problem is that numbing doesn't differentiate we can't numb the emotions we don't want and still hang on to the ones we do like joy and happiness and feeling grateful for all the good things that we have in our lives so let yourself feel your emotions and don't cover them up The last thing is to embrace joy. Living with a sense of not like being good enough can make us wonder if we actually deserve joy and what, and the, well, deserve joy when it's around. And it's kind of, it's not being able to feel that delight in the moment without wondering what the catch might be. And the trick is to feel gratitude in the moment Joy doesn't have to last forever. In fact, it won't. But by spotlighting these moments, these little things are like allowing us to really experience them and enrich ourselves in that life. So to recap this, vulnerability is about having that defensivelessness against forms of attack if it can be emotional psychological or physical you are vulnerable you are unable to defend you are just letting things go you're open basically so how can we be more open and open to vulnerability in that sense open to feeling open if you know what I mean how do we do that well we have all these different ways we have ways that can help us in terms of you know, accepting ourselves, feeling like we are able to share our problems and not hold them in. So important to do that. And it's all about confidence, believing that you can do it and knowing it's okay. And knowing that if it's not accepted, that you have that self-compassion to yourself. So being vulnerable can help us in so many ways, so many relationships, friendships, everything like that can help us. But it's that courage to be vulnerable, to talk and be like with people and learn things and be together. That's where the power comes from. So that is what I have for you for today's episode. If you enjoyed, definitely interact if you can. Love you all so much. And I'll see you again with another episode very soon.